0: when you go downstairs from the crib there's a slew of stores lined up down the block we don't own any of them that means when we go down there we go get our eyebrows done or we go get our nails done or whatever the case when we go get a sandwich the money is gone it's in someone else's community and the thing about these stores is that they don't even hire people from the location where they built their brick and mortar They're not even hiring us. But you get to go downstairs and just for your convenience, you get to spend your money. You get to ship your money out the neighborhood just like that. EC Nation, welcome back to another episode of Embezzling Creativity. Embezzling Creativity. Yes, 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 yes. I am your host here and I am also the founder of Dom Digital Media. And I go by the name of Dom Witherspoon. You're Dom! Down, mm-hmm. I'm down, I'm down. if this is your first time here embezzling creativity is the place where all the ones come to congregate it's where we turn obstacles into opportunities it's where we share information that'll help one another to develop our business our mindset and our wealth and this episode is no different where we're going to talk about get into the power and part two is all about money stick around Okay, so there's this image of Jerry Jones floating around from 1957, right? Now, for those of you who don't know, Jerry Jones is an 80-year-old, I believe he's 80 now, an 80-year-old who is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, right, an NFL team. And um, he's in this photo as a teenager, Basically, um, at the back of a what we would call a mob, a European mob filled with young uh, teenage males who goal, who objective was to prevent a subset, a group of Negroes from entering that school. Right. For historical context, this is around the time of integration where they were allowing the integration of these different schooling systems. Now, Jerry. What he had to say about this is that he was just a curious kid, right? Like he just wanted to see what was going on and what was happening. Now, admittedly, it does seem plausible given the fact that he was in the back of the photo. He did not have any expressions on his face that will um, allow for us to assume that he has some type of negative emotion about what was happening at his school. And so, while that's all fine and dandy, uh, even LeBron ended up calling out the media for not asking him about that photo, even though they were asking everybody about the Kyrie link. And that's cool also, I get it, good on LeBron, but at the end of the day, none of it matters. That don't matter. Does it matter that he is now the owner of an NFL team? Does it matter that those other males those other europeans in that photo can very well be the politicians that's running or that has been in office right they could be the advisors to those who who is looking to keep up the facade keep up all these different systemic oppressions right because when we think about these kids not being allowed or being intimidated about getting the education about going to school that kind of lead its way to okay What is the relationship between education and building wealth, right? Whether that's formal or informal education, the bottom line is if you don't have a skill set that could generate you income, if you don't have access to different resources to even know that that industry exists, then that put you at a disadvantage. And so not being allowed or being intimidated about attending that school is just one of the systems that's already in place that's been in place. Since the founding of the country that we know as the United States. And none of that matters. What matters is what happens when we look at ourselves. So even looking through that historical lens, we know that back then our civil rights leaders was all about integrating. They were essentially about assimilation, right? They wanted us to assimilate with this new world. They want us to assimilate with that culture, even though we've already had culture prior to these people arrival, we was already out here living life. And so they fought hard for the assimilation, right? We're talking about, um, their transit systems, right? Even though the boycott did happen, it was because they wanted to integrate. Why not look at Dr. Claude Anderson and what he was doing? Why not ride on those different buses? Why are we inclined to look at our people as second-class citizens? Right? It's been ingrained. That's what they refer to us as. But none of it matters. Once again, it's about how are we looking at ourselves? How are we looking at our history? What role did we play to getting us to this particular moment? And what are we willing to do now so that we can create a future? What are we willing to do now to create, to develop the future that we want for tomorrow? We can be outraged about the photo. We can even be outraged about the time, but none of that matters as much as what we are going to do going forward. We can acknowledge things without allowing it to get us emotionally riled up, which is kind of what I touched on last week. We can acknowledge it, see it happens, and then make a plan that'll logically get us to where we want to be as we move forward, as we progress. And I say all of that to say, why aren't more NBA players um, uh, deciding to join the big three? Why has there not been any conversations about the XFL, which is owned by The Rock, Dwayne Johnson? Um, I think he just recently did something with the NFL. Anyway, that's beside the point. The point is, why aren't those conversations at least happening? Even if there's no plan going forward to integrate with those different leagues whether it is the big three and ice cube or xfl and dwayne johnson at the very least those conversations should be taking place it should be happening we should want to conduct business with one another we should not care about what other cultures and other communities are doing especially if we don't have our stuff together the only reason for us to really look at them it's not for help it's not for a savior but it's to look at the things that they may be doing right and the things that they are doing wrong, right? So if they're doing something right that we see that's really working for them, is really working, why not take those different principles or however they're going about it and apply it to what we want? Why not look at what they're doing wrong and figure out how we can strengthen that for our communities? So once again, it does the photo doesn't matter as much as what we are doing going forward. And so when it comes to getting some power, particularly as it pertains to money, we need to be able to spend with each other. We need to be willing to do that. We need to be doing that freely. I know the burden of having a product or a service that can help your tribe, but not having a bullhorn loud enough for them to hear it. Together, we can solve that problem with video. Video is the tool needed to amplify your message, get in front of the right audience, and to scale your business. I want to help you to develop and implement these assets so that you can get the greatest return on your investment. It all starts with the digital business card. Visit DimeDigital.com and submit the discovery form. I'll see you soon. I'm a big advocate for entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs starting their own businesses. I also understand and I also realize that it is not for everyone. So if you have that in your spirit, go for it. I advise you to go for it because at the end of the day, even if let's say there's two different types of people you got the person who's willing to grind it out to build something, and you got those who just want to show up to work, get paid, and go on about their day. Nothing is wrong with either of those avenues. Nothing. But if you are one of the ones who's willing to grind it out, that's willing to build something, that's willing to take a pay cut from your nine to five in order to be able to sacrifice and invest that time into building what it is that you are passionate about. You should go for it. You should go for it because you might not make as much as you did when you was working for that company. But you have a plan. You have a vision. You have us who's willing to support you. And so even if you're taking a pay cut for the first year, maybe for the second year or the third year, you're able to generate enough revenue so that you can hire your brother or hire your sister, that same person who just want to get paid and go home. We need to be able to hire those people. And we need to be intentional about doing so about building up our businesses when it comes to us being intentional about the businesses that we are starting. We need to look at what it is that we need and what we are inclined towards. For instance, if the majority of our money is going towards essentials and housing, why are we not creating businesses that caters to that? We need to be able to survive. So if we don't own real estate, if we don't own 99 cent stores, if we don't own grocery stores, how can we even survive? Those are businesses that we need just to live just for the bare minimum. We need housing we need food we need soap we need toiletries we need to be able to start those businesses even if it's not sexy even if it's not something that's shiny we need to be able to do that we need to be willing to do that we have to um a lot of times you know folks may try to steer you away from beauty entertainment and fashion And um, I may have been one of those at some point, but the truth of the matter is if those industries are bringing in billions upon billions, if not trillions of dollars, why should we not be a part of it? We make this thing go around. We like to look good. We like to feel good. Our energy is, is just different. When we're stepping out, we create culture. Why don't we own it? Why don't we own it? And so what I will say, if you are into those different types of things, if that is what you're inclined towards. I would suggest I would highly recommend that you do not sell your IP, that you are maintaining control of your intellectual property, because at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. Get into that industry as long as you own what you are putting out. Right? Too many corporations and businesses been able to benefit off of our likeness while giving us peanuts. And we are not to stand for that any longer. So we gotta be able to start our own businesses. But not only that, we have to be willing to support one another. Who do step out there on a ledge and who are generating products and different services that we may need going forward that that make our lives easier, that provide solutions to problems that we are facing. We got to be willing to support our people. We have to a part of that support that we must give to each other. Right. It's all right. So we know we can go to Amazon and get our stuff delivered in two days. Right. We know that we can go to Target and just pick up whatever we need. We know that we can return. We can make a return to Walmart without the product being in its packaging. We can do all those different things at these big box stores, but we might not be able to do that with our brothers and with our sisters. We have to be patient. We have to be willing to wait a few extra days for that product. Right. We have to be willing to communicate If a product or service is not up to our standards with whoever that business owner is with whoever our point of contact is without running to the internet to slander our own people. We don't give each other enough of a chance as we give to others. And that needs to change. And I'm not advocating for buying something from a particular person just because they're selling it. No, I'm not. What I'm saying is if you need that product and you know your brother or your sister is selling that particular product, why not buy it from them? You're purchasing it anyway. Why not wait a few days for delivery? Why not give them the benefit of the doubt if something is not going towards how you expect it or suspected for it to go. And for the business owners that's providing these different services and these different solutions. Don't scam your people. Don't scam your people. If you feel like you want to be making more money or you're not making enough, the answer is simple. The answer is simple. Provide a better solution. Provide a higher quality product or service. Like it's really that simple. If you want more, give more. It's all about service at the end of the day. And we need not to take these different things for granted The the assets that we have, our ability to be able to do such things in this time in 2022, you can go online right now and start an LLC. You can incorporate right now. Right from your phone, right from your computer. You can do that right now. You can start a business at your home and you don't even need large property to be able to do so. And so we have all these, we have technology and we gotta be able to take advantage of it. We have to be able to envision a future that we want. We have to be able to envision the world that we want and then play our role in bringing that to life, bringing that to fruition, making that a reality because we already have it in us, it's in our DNA. We've been hustlers, we've been selling products, we've been pushing services, we've been building businesses and I know it can be a bit scary. I know it can seem dangerous that's because it is dangerous and you don't get the results that you want by not being dangerous by being fearful you would not be able to accomplish some of these grandiose ideas because we we don't think big enough we don't think big enough and that's a whole different conversation in it of itself It's a whole different type of conversation. Come and be a guest on Embezzling Creativity. The podcast is really, it's for us. It's for us to build community. It's for us to share our knowledge and experiences. And it's for us to really push to keep our resources Flowing within a tribe. Ideally, we'll have some business owners and entrepreneurs step up, some free thinkers, and we'll also have some members that are traditional and non traditional teachers step up to enlighten us on what they've learned over the years. All the information is available at embezzlingcreativity.com. Let me learn a bit about you and what you would like to share with the tribe. Oh, yeah. I'm down, by the way. It's all love. Embezzling creativity, fool. At the end of the day, if we are to have $2 trillion in spending power by 2024, we should really look at it from the the, the lens of, if we're spending that much, if we're consuming that much, how much are we actually producing? And where's our money going? Where is it going at the end of the day? This this all builds on top of one another. Like, I come from Brownsville, Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. When you go downstairs from the crib, there's a slew of stores lined up down the block. We don't own any of them. That means when we go down there, we go get our eyebrows done, or we go get our nails done, or whatever the case, when we go get a sandwich, the money is gone. It's in someone else's community. And the thing about these stores is that they don't even hire people from the location where they built their brick and mortar. They're not even hiring us, but you get to go downstairs and just for your convenience, you get to spend your money. You get to ship your money out the neighborhood just like that. And we understand that can be detrimental. Right. So I want us to think a little bit about Tosla, Oklahoma. Right. And how that was destroyed because the fear of our unity. And we've been scared, we've been gun shy, but we need not to allow different ordeals such as that to be taken in vain. We need to be able to build upon that. The same thing for the Freeman Banks out in, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's the same thing when we think about Seneca Village, right, which is now Central Park. It was actually owned by people that look like us. It was owned by our ancestors and it was taken due to eminent domain. And so we need not to allow those ordeals to sway us from building ourselves up, from building up our communities. And we need to use that as fuel to keep going forward. Because if you go to any major city in America, you're going to find a Chinatown and you are going to find a little Italy with our spending power, with how intellectual we are, the way that we are so we're creative, we can come up with solutions, we can think outside the box. With all that we entailed innately, with all of that, we should be able to have Negroes, Wall Streets, all over the place, all over the world, and we are capable of doing so. We just gotta make that our mission. Whatever our mission is, is what we're going to accomplish. That needs to be a part of our mission. And if it's not, then what are we doing? Need a trusted source to help you launch your podcast? Dom Digital Media. Need different budget options? Dom Digital Media. Need this information all in one place? Dom Digital Media. Don't allow the many gear options, prices, and your lack of experience to make you feel overwhelmed. Be like me and avoid all these issues by signing up at domdigital.com slash podcasting and do it today. And so when it's all said and done, we need to get our mom right, we need to get our money right in order for us to get some power and for the demands that we make to actually be brought about. We need for our money to show up for us, for our causes, for our solutions, right? We need to be able to put money behind these different things. We need to let them know if you mess with us as a community, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be a parody. You're not going to sell something that's highly offensive to us while we still going out there as a support. We're not doing that anymore. We're on a different type of time. And once we start moving together as one, as a collective, it will become much more apparent. And one of the ways for us to do that is to get some money. And we get the money by spending our money with each other, by growing our economy. And as dangerous as it is, as dangerous as it may seem, it is so necessary It is so necessary. We gotta start somewhere. We have to start somewhere. And this is it. And so what I want us to do is, I'm gonna start a thread, right? I'm gonna pin a comment in this episode if you are watching on YouTube. And what I want for you to do, if you are an entrepreneur, I want you to link your business. I want you to tell us who you help and how you help them. Because one of the things that we really need to do is know that each other exists. We need to know that your business exists. We need to know that my business exists. Because someone may very well be looking for a particular product or a particular service, and they're waiting for you to show up. They're waiting to learn of your existence. They're waiting to know that you have exactly what it is that they are looking for. And so don't be shy. You know, this is, this is about plugging yourself and plugging your business and plugging your solutions shamelessly. There should be no shame in it because we are all in this together. We all need to be able to play our part to get us to where we need to be as a people, as a collective, as a whole. And so I want you to drop your link only in the pinned comment. If you put your link outside of that, your comment will be removed. Full disclaimer, I am not endorsing any of these businesses. I don't know. And it's really just that simple. I just don't know right but don't be scamming your people like i said before if we are really about what we claim to be about or what we show up here to display that we are about then we need to be able to execute in the same manner right we need to allow for our actions to match our words so we say so it is Embezzling creativity Oh.